0: This is 4D with Demi Lovato. I'm joined by such an inspiring, spirited, positive talent today, Joja Siwa. We celebrate how she built her empire, her new projects, and her gay awakenings. So join us for our conversation after the break. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs>
1: There's like four moments from my childhood that I never thought would come true and this is probably one of them. So I'm oh, very Oh, cute.
0: Excited. You're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. Literally I Literally always <laughs> I'm so excited. I want to give you a chance. I give everyone the opportunity to introduce themselves. So go for it. Go for Oh, boy.
1: Well, I'm JoJo. Um, you said that you're excited. You are not more excited than I am. That's <laughs> impossible. I've been hyping this up for so long. I've been telling all my family, my friends, my girlfriend, everybody knows uh, about today. And I'm so pumped up to be here. I actually got to tell you, when you were on a live stream, and it was right after your yes. new album came out. Yes. Yes, it was right after your new album came out, and as soon as it came out... I was like, oh, like, let's just go, like, see. Let's go listen to it, right? And I heard Dancing with the Devil. And I was like, I literally listened to it. One day I was just cleaning my room. Just the same song on repeat for about an hour. And then what happened was I saw you perform live on TikTok. I think it was, like, a TikTok live Mm -hmm. performance. And I literally was just like,
0: (laughs) oh. thank you. You're so sweet.
1: And, like, of course I've watched you for forever like literally for forever since I was a baby I mean like literally for <laughs> yeah. forever and have loved you for forever I just like counted to just say hi and then you said my name and then you knew that I had come out and I was like oh my god this yes. is so cool And I feel like I came out and then you came out as non-binary and I was like, whoa, like timing, cool. Like, I just got so excited. Like It was like pride news and it
0: was always me and you right there. Yeah. Thank
1: you. I love it.
0: Well, thank you for saying that. I just, I want to give you credit and kudos for coming out because I know how hard that is just for anybody to come out, but especially like for someone to have their shit together and- At your age and to have a grasp on their identity is really powerful and I think really inspiring to a lot of people, especially young people who wait uh, until they're a lot older to come out. You know, for me, I didn't come out as bisexual until 2017 and, and it was something I had known about myself for quite some time, but did you have any apprehensions or were you just so excited to tell the world... It's funny because I didn't.
1: I, like, the only thing that held me back from telling the world right, right away was my girlfriend's family and my girlfriend because I wanted to make sure that, like, she was ready. Because, I, I like, I always – you always know, you know? And so, like, I always knew with me, but I always said, like, I'm not going to do anything with it or be like, hey, by the way, I – I'm gay, but, like, no, I'm not, I'm not in love with a girl yet, but I, I'm gay, and I know that. I was always just like, I'll just wait until I actually have a, you know, girlfriend or I have a girl that I'm in love with, and then I'll do something with it. And then that happened, and when I fell in love with her, I was like, okay, like, you know the world you're jumping into, right? And she was like, I do, I do, and she was my best friend for a full year, so she, she knew what it was like, and... I still, though, just, like, made sure until she was ready, until her family was ready, like, until everyone around us was fully ready for the world to know, then I was like, all right, we're sending it. And then it, it kind of just happened, and and the internet kind of outed me for me, and then I all I had to do was confirm it. <laughs> uh, and, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not... What happened was I did a TikTok with these TikTokers, and they kind of outed me. And I was like, they were like, oh, my God, we feel so bad. Like, we don't want people thinking this about you. And I was like, well, truthfully, so like, I don't mind it because it's true. And they were like, oh, my God, yes, welcome. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. Uh, but, yeah, it just kind of happened. And then I just kind of confirmed it. And after I did, I was on FaceTime with my girlfriend. And I was like, I don't know if I should have done that or not. And she was like, you should. Like, it's it's awesome. And I was like, you're right. I was like, I- I'm so proud and I'm so happy that what I always told her is, like, I share everything with the world like yeah. like you you know obviously your story is 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 wild and I think you've been through more things than most humans go through um and it's not just you and your family it's the whole world went with you on yeah. your journeys and so I think that's something that the whole world has just known everything about me to not tell them this was just pointless right Aww. and I think now like Obviously, I work for Nickelodeon, and I think that people, there's a stereotype like, ooh, Child's Network, what are they going to think of somebody being gay? And I think that it's 2021, and like, I mean, everybody saw... Yeah, everybody saw their Blue's Clues commercial, where it's about being non-binary, about being transgender, about being pants. I mean, they literally went down the line of everything anybody could be. Wow, that's cool. And like, supported it. And so... Right away when I came out, they were like, we're super happy. We're super proud. They're like, we just want to know, are you going to do anything else? <laughs> <anytime> soon?" <laughs> They're like, because we're got phone calls from everywhere we sell your merch and they just want to know. Everyone's supportive. We just want to know. And I was like, truthfully, like, I don't even know myself. I was like, we're yeah. all on this journey together. So it's been cool." It's
0: been oh, that's so exciting. And I'm so happy for you that you've had such a positive response, you know? It, it's been great. I wanted to ask you, if someone were to stop you on the street and ask who you are, what would what would you tell them so that we could give the audience a little bit more um, information and more insight into who you are? The funny thing is when people ask me, what do you do?
1: I always just tell them, I say, the list of what I don't do is shorter. I said, can we just go down that <laughs> one because it's much easier. Um, but no, I, I, my favorite thing to do is perform. I love performing. I love being on tour. That is like my number one thing. Uh, I started off when I was little being on reality TV. I was on dance moms and I loved it. So I was a dancer ever since I was little. And then, you know, I, I dabbled into the music world and now I have tons of music. I have a movie coming out this summer, which I'm super excited for. We're actually shooting another reality TV show right now. The C was dance pop revolution. That'll be on Peacock. Which wow. you're on, you're on Peacock yes. too right now. yeah right, so whenever we got like the network release, it was like at the time when we both came out, yes. both network releases came out, I was like, okay. Yes. I was like, why are we not best friends? Like, I want to go <laughs> alien hunting. Come on, let's go.
0: Oh my God. Well, had I known, I would have brought you along. I mean next time next time we'll make it happen we'll both get a season two you come to us we'll come to you we'll make it work I like your thinking you're a little entrepreneur too so you got your start on Dance Moms and then you've transformed your career into I mean because there are a lot there have been a lot of people on Dance Moms and they haven't they haven't turned their I mean your sister was on
1: Dance Moms yes
0: she was (laughs) she was what gave you that insight to being like I can take Dance Moms and and, and my exposure on that and run with it and create an empire that you have now built. What was that? I think I never wanted to be just a, like I
1: never wanted to be just a dancer. I never wanted to be just a singer. I never wanted to be just in front of the camera. I wanted to also be behind the camera, also perform, also act, also produce. Like I wanted so to you're be an underachiever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much so. Got it. Got underachiever it. and super lazy. <laughs> Literally, like, hate working. Miserable. <laughs> um, no, and so I was just like, you know what? Like, let's just – let's try it. I wore bows. We wanted to sell the bows. It was I, – I mean, I got a brilliant manager, and she – has never been a manager before. People always ask me, like, wow. uh, who's who's her other clients? And I was like, she's not a she. She she's she's she, she owns a jewelry line and she has some venues in California. Like she wow. she's she's awesome. And she was like, I've never done this, but neither have you. So let's go. And I was like, fair enough. I was like, let's <laughs> go. And we took a leap of faith at the time. I would have been eleven, and now going on seven years. Look what we've created. And so like we'll always like people come to my team and like want to do stuff or like a choreographer that I wanted to hire had never really done professional jobs before and people were like, he's underqualified. And I was like, no, listen, we
0: all are. I wanted to ask you a bit about, well, when I wanted to ask you about the bows, they are your signature style. Yes. And you created a line of bows, which is done really, really well. So I, I wanted to ask you, is there a new symbol or a new style or trademark accessory that you're going to do next? Or are you sticking with the buzz? So obviously, I used to wear a bow every
1: single day for my whole life. And once I turned 18, I really was like, all right. I was like, I got it. I got to I got to You know, not grow up, not move on. But I just feel like I want to change something up. And yeah. I had been feeling it for about five or six months. And I think me really realizing who I am and what I love is has something to do with it. Uh, it, yeah. just, it just grew me up a little bit, you know? I've never been in love before. It grows you up. And much less being in love with a girl oh. before. It grows you up. And and it, so I was like, you know what? It was my brother's birthday, and I, it was the day after my 18th, and I was like, I just feel funny putting this in today, but I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> so then I talked to my mom, like, the next day, and, and our relationship has always been super smooth, and it – our relationship actually started to get pretty rocky because I wasn't telling her that I wasn't feeling right about everything. Mm -hmm. And so then once I told her ever since then, everything's been flawless again, like great. Uh, But the thing about the bow is it's, to me, it's not just a hair accessory. It is, it is, of course it is, but it means something much greater. And so I don't think anything will ever be able to replace the bow for me. I don't think anything will ever... Come in and be like, "Hey, this is this is my new thing now." Yeah. How? However, I have been experimenting today. I don't know if you can tell, <laughs> but I I have this these hair drawers filled of things now in my room because I love experimenting. But I found this light up scrunchie in my hair drawer today, so I was like, "Oh, I'm putting that in." Found these little wow. stuff. I don't know. I just I don't I don't like being boring, and so I just have to. I mean, like literally, you can see this is my vanity right here. It's
0: just. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And then, like,
1: I'll take you on a little, like, just drawers of random hair, <laughs> fun decorating. We got wow. done here. We got some hair color and some hair tints. I mean, I'm a mess. You're Ignore me. We've been shooting a TV show, and I'm just a wreck
0: everywhere. <laughs> but good. Why do you think it's so important for you to, quote you, not be boring or to express yourself in fashion? Absolutely. Why, why do you think that's so important? I think that people
1: are sometimes afraid of being different. And I think one thing that I've really learned quickly and at such a young age is it's awesome to be different and it's cool to be different. And it's what makes you special and what makes you unique and what makes you not like anybody else. And so I think that I want to show people, this little girl actually, I just did this uh, video shoot um, and we had little kids in it and she's, I think she's nine years old. And she said to me, she said, I just don't want to grow up. And I said, Star, you don't have to. Her name is Star. And I said, Star, you don't have to. She said, yeah, I do. I'm getting older. And I said, look at me. I'm in a onesie with a unicorn on it wearing (laughs) high tops and a big old bow in my hair. I'm 18 years old. I haven't grown up yet. So I think there's something around like people feel like they have to be something. And I feel like I've feel the need to go to the extreme other end of being Mm -hmm. able to be anything you want to show like you really can be anything you want. And it's awesome. I have this joke, like I either, this is my like fun closet, but then I have another closet that
0: everything is a black hoodie and black pants. Like (laughs) I have two different wardrobes. That's what I was going to ask about. I was like, so so what does jojo seawall look like at home chilling do you Absolutely. take the ponytail out truthfully it's it's changed over the years when i was little i would literally
1: sleep in a side ponytail and bow that is a true thing that's out there i literally would fall asleep <laughs> in that However, now, since my hair has become a little bit damaged, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we sleep with it either down or in a braid or in a loose middle ponytail. Uh, mm-hmm. I love having my hair in a middle ponytail, just like fun like this, random. But having it down personally, I just don't like. But recently, some days I'm like, you know what? I actually want to put my hair down today. So we're <laughs> taking advantage of that. I mean, like right now, you can see I'm literally in black pants and just some sneakers. And I just, I'm... I'm I'm more chill than I think anyone would really imagine.
0: I look at my life and, and growing up, I, what people never expected was my favorite after party is on my couch in my sweatpants yeah. with my dogs, you know? Absolutely. It's like we spend so much of our lives being on. Were you super nice. introverted? Are you I'm introverted? A, yes, I'm an introvert. And I always say
1: I'm an extroverted in, or an introverted extrovert. Got it, got it. Because when I I would say I'm like yes.
0: I would say I'm an extroverted introvert. Because I can I can fake it. Like I can I can go to parties and do the the stuff, but where I really want to be is either in my bath. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. that's literally
1: that's what I told my mom. I was like, everyone sees me as this big crazy thing, and I am, and it's not fake. I was like, however, believe (laughs) it or not. I can chill. <laughs> yeah. All right, I get it.
0: Do you think you'll ever show that side to your audience or to other people?
1: I think so. It's not something that I'm trying to hide. It's like when concerts were going on in quarantine and back to back to back to back to back, everyone was just performing on their couch. I'm like, I wanna see you being a rock star. Yes. Like, Come on, Lady Gaga, <laughs> put on a show. Like, get your meat suit, do what you gotta do. Like, <laughs> let's go. And so I think for me, that's where I, like, I want to be an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And if paparazzi caught me sitting on my couch with my dogs watching a movie, eating some popcorn and a black hoodie and black pants and black socks, I wouldn't care.
0: Right. But I wouldn't be right. like, hey,
1: everyone, it's JoJo. And <laughs>
0: today, i like... Yes. You like to stay on brand, and I appreciate of that. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And just stay showing what i want
1: to show because that, yes. that is real and it is it is real it is me <laughs>
0: sorry she, she went
1: there i went there it came to my brain i know it wasn't even the right lyrics but i had to tweak it for it's the fine. sentence it's fine what is it It's this is real this is me yeah. so, it doesn't matter <laughs> i had to i had to
0: So you just turned 18. How long have you been doing this? Have you? How long have you been in the public eye? You know, when was the? How old were you when all this started?
1: On my 18th birthday was the best day of my life because I could officially say that I was doing it for half my life. So I started my first TV show I was on when I was nine years old. Wow. But I mean I've been working towards it since I was 2. I was always dancing, mm. always singing. Like I always wanted it. But I I had my
0: first real break at 9. Wow. Wow. I've had a question and I have I know how I feel about this, but I want to ask you Did you did you have a hard time with paparazzi at any age and was it ever intrusive? It's interesting because I never did. Since my
1: 18th birthday, I have. Wow. Because now that I'm 18, the moment I turned 18, it switched to not, how's your family? How's your girlfriend? What new projects are you working on? Tell us about your TV show. Oh my God, you're shooting a movie. It switched to, all right, politics. All right, give us (laughs) quotes on this. And I was like, oh, this is why celebrities. Oh, oh, Oh. this is... This is a yeah. different game. Like, I literally got to the airport, and and it was... I like to just stay completely removed from politics. I mean, like, the, the three things, politics, religion, and money. And I just... My audience is kids, and I, I am a true believer in what makes you happy you should do. If you believe in this, kill it. If you believe in this, kill it. Go for whatever you believe in and just run with it. And obviously, I'm very openly clearly for everybody and i just love people and that's who i am and that's what i believe in but literally the day of my 18th birthday paparazzi were like all right so there's a school in Kentucky that is trying to prevent transgender children from this and from that and from this and from that what do you think about that and i was just like it like took me a second to be like oh my god i'm 18 Big right. questions like this are going to get asked now, and they'll take anything I say and they'll run with it. And so, I answered obviously and and said what I believe in, which is any kid should be able to do what they want to do, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's been it's been it, there's definitely been a change, and even like with press in general, like things that I've said have never been twisted before. Since I've turned 18, they've twisted everything I say. Ugh. So it's, it's, a, little, it's a little weird, like the, like, yeah. flippin' things. But, you know, it's just – it's a working thing and you're learning. And now,
0: like, I learned I just have to be extra careful about everything. Right, right. When I was a teenager, I had to deal with paparazzi. And I always thought it was so weird that these grown men were following minors around with cameras. Like, yeah. that shouldn't be legal.
1: I think, too, when you were a child, it was – and the child star, it was very much like magazines. And now it's, like, social media. Yes. So even, like, half the time it's paparazzi, it's like, hey, what do you think – you know what I mean? And so it's just, yeah. like – it's it's different and it's weird, but it's I, – I can only imagine. Like, I see videos of you when you were a kid. I see videos of Miley when she was a kid, Selena when they were kids, like, all of them – and it does feel like it's a little like, come on, she's just at Panera getting a bagel. Like, <laughs> let the girl, let the girl get her cookie and get out. Of yeah, it, you know.
0: And and it seems a little aggressive. Well, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your career, like not yeah. not the fame aspect, but your your career as a performer, as a singer. What was the first song that you remember singing to? The first song that I remember singing, when
1: I was little, I would always sing, You Are My Sunshine, oh. but I would sing, You Are My Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh. You Are My Sausage, My Only Sausage, You Make Me Happy, you guys are good. I would always sing, You Are My Sausage. Um, oh, that's great. Then I got a little bit older, and I, I loved singing Born This Way, Lady Gaga, dead serious. I'm not just saying this. I I swear (laughs) on my life, I'm not just saying this. For some reason right now, it's probably because I'm talking to you because I'm hearing your voice right right right. now. One thing that is coming to my head that I would sing when I was little, and this wasn't like a I would sing it every single day type of thing, Uh but something is telling me to sing it. Is I was like, off to the faces, to the faces. <laughs> oh
0: <my> <laughs> wow. I think And th- it's
1: called name. <laughs> I think I haven't yeah. heard that
0: song since I was on that show. <laughs> I mean,
1: I don't know why. I would always sing Hannah
0: Montana. Always
1: would sing Hannah Montana.
0: So so you were a, you were a big Disney fan, and yeah. then you ended up being on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. Nickelodeon is just my pe- Like, they're just- They're just- Like, they just- Something about them felt like family. You have a live-action musical? It
1: is so much fun. I'm so excited for it. It's called The J-Team. And it's, it's cool. I'm playing myself, which is awesome, obviously. I love being JoJo. It's the best thing ever. And- What I think is really cool about it is I'm playing Jojo two years ago. So I'm playing like 15, 16 year old Jojo. And I love that. Like it it felt like it was so exactly who I am. And I was able to be this little version of me that I want to be still, but like I'm 18. So it's like, you know what I mean? But no, there's music in it. There's dancing in it. The musical numbers are incredible. It was one of the most brutal shoots I've ever done. It was long days we shot in like a a a barn. Essentially our set was a barn and they just made sets inside the barn and we were we called it the Bermuda Triangle because we were between three airports all 5 miles away from each other. So every <laughs> 10 minutes there was an airplane flying over us so we had to no. pause. It oh, was that's brutal. It's brutal. Uh, but it was the best oh. ever. The cast is incredible. The songs Turned out better than I could have ever imagined. I finally got to see a first cut of the movie, and it is just the project that I'm most proud of. It is really,
0: really oh, cool that's how it all so came incredible! Together. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. A lot of people don't have musicals of their lives by 18 years old, and that is an accomplishment Thank that you, you should that you should just celebrate for the rest of your life because that's really really awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It's I appreciate that. Do you feel like your personality? captures the essence of pride. Oh, I am a walking rainbow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you really are and I love it. <laughs> I really am. I mean like everybody saw it coming. My mom saw it coming. My best friend who's now my girlfriend obviously saw it coming. My other best friends saw it coming. My family saw it coming. Like when I when I got home one of my friends was like, what, did you kiss a girl? Because I was like, I got to tell you something. And he was like, what, did you kiss a girl? And I was like, actually, yes, I did. <laughs> and my other best friend was like, hey, I'm dating girls now. And I was like, oh, my God, me too. Like, and, <laughs> like, I, it was just, everything about it was just so natural. Like, it was just meant to be. I had this shirt. This shirt is three years old. It, it It's a pride shirt. My pants yeah. are literally rainbow Adidas pants. Like, I, Born This Way has been my favorite song for yeah. Forever. You, (laughs) your, your performance one time. I've been figuring out my gay awakenings recently. Uh (laughs) Oh my God. Give it to me. Let's go. (laughs) I think I realized that my very first gay awakening was Jenna Duan's performance on Lip Sync Battle.
0: Okay. Uh-huh.
1: I think that was one of them. But then I remember... Do you remember your dancer? Uh, her name is Jojo Gomez. And you <laughs> yes. did Cool for the Summer together. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that and just being a little too interested. Just a little <laughs> too. And you want to know something really funny? Is Yesterday I was talking to with my girlfriend Kylie about our gay awakenings. Uh-huh. And she said she went to your concert and it was... It was that concert, and she would have probably had to have been 12, maybe oh 13. Oh my god. <laughs> and she was there with her mom. <laughs> this is the best. Oh, it's so great. And she said she was like, she was like, after the show, my mom was like, that was a great her mom's Australian, so she was like, it's a great show, wasn't it? And Kylie was like, Yep, so great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow! I am so happy. Dang it, dang it. Yes. I'm so happy. I could play Jeez. a role.
1: It was. It we literally yesterday were talking about that
0: number. That's and just awesome. Liking it a little too much. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that makes me so happy. I literally, when I did "Cool for the Summer," that song for me was actually my way of sharing with the world without confirming that I was bisexual because like I said, I didn't come out until like 2017, but cool for the summer was like 2014, 2015. So like that that to me, it was my way of saying like, I'm not ready to come out, but- Yeah, but like, I wanna share this, but I don't know how yet. Mm -hmm. Yes, and and so I'm so happy that you could see Mm -hmm. a little glimpse of that pride through that performance I think there are a lot of people who might have secret feelings for their best friend. Oh. So what was it – how did you know that you could let your best friend know how you were feeling? Or what was it that transitioned you guys from best friends to a couple? Yeah. It was really hard.
1: I had always known that eventually I was going to be in love with a girl. Uh, I knew right once I met her – we met on a cruise ship but I knew – Right once I saw her, like, whoa, she's really, really pretty and I really like her. But, like, I was just thinking, like, oh, like a friend. Like, girls all the time will comment, like, hottie on their friend's post. And so I was like, maybe I just like her like a friend like that, right? Yeah. And then as we became best friends, I was like, mm, I don't think it's that. And then I got to see her. We live on opposite sides of the country. And so I got to see her over Christmas break. We went to Orlando. She lives close to Orlando, so she got to drive up and spend Christmas break with us and in that time i couldn't avoid my feelings it was like the tension was like you could cut it with a knife it was <laughs> insane and you know i had been with her through boyfriends and she had been with me through my boyfriend like it was like we both like had never like said anything to each other but we both were like secretly super jealous anytime that <laughs> each other would be with anyone else and so then in Orlando, I just couldn't avoid how I was feeling. And I kept, she asked me, she said, do you have a crush on anybody right now? Because she was my best friend. And I was like, yes. She's like, okay, who? And I was like, I can't tell you. And she says that right then she knew it was her and she had had a crush on me. But I was like, I can't tell her because she's my best friend. Right. And why I didn't want to tell her is because I didn't want to lose her friendship. Right. And what I realized after telling her, she ended up telling me that she had a crush on me. And then I ended up telling her that I, my crush was her. And she's like, I knew it. And I was like, okay, fair. <laughs> um, but one thing that she told me, she asked, she said, why, why don't you want to tell me? And I said, because I didn't want to lose our friendship. Yeah. And she said, if that was to ruin our friendship, I wouldn't be a good friend. And so it doesn't... She she is an incredible yes. person. Yes! Uh, and so if you are secretly feeling something for your best friend or somebody close to you, and you tell them and it makes something else go away, they're not a true best friend. It shouldn't affect anything. You're allowed to have a crush on anybody you want to have a crush on. It's up to them if they do something with it. And so I think after I told her, I realized that it wasn't that scary, and I could have just told her right away because even if she didn't like me back... Because she was such a good friend to me, she – nothing else would have changed. No. She probably would have made fun of me and been like, ha, oh, you're in love with me. I don't <laughs> like you. I mean, like, of course, she's my best friend. But she was like – she was – she was like, you literally are the most perfect human in the world. And she told me – she said I'm
0: really jealous of whoever your crush is. And I was like, you don't have to be because it's you. <laughs> That's so cute. And I'm so happy that that you said that because – There are so many times where people just feel, like, uh, abandoned by by their best friend after confiding in them. And I think it's so important to remind um, people that it's it's all about connection. Relationships are about connection. Exactly.
1: Everything will end like it's supposed to. Yeah. If someone exits your life because of something that you told them, you can't hide for
0: forever. Yeah.
1: It's better to just say it now. It's better to say it. And you'll – You'll also know when the time is right. And when the time is right, don't chicken out. Just do it. And what I told her is I said, no matter what I was going to tell you, because I told her on our last night, I said, no matter what I was going to tell you, because if I went home and I didn't tell you, I was going to have a lot of regret. And Mm -hmm. either way, I'd probably have some regret if things went south, but I would have more if I
0: didn't know. So I said, I just had to tell you. Well, I love that you chose your authenticity over trying to please someone else. You yep. know, oftentimes we – we especially us in the alphabet mafia, you know, like I feel like there have been so many times in my life where I have stifled down who I want to be and who I want to love because I wanted to conform to what society thought I should be with or love and do. Mm-hmm. And I just – you chose authenticity and I think that is so brave. Thank you. It's also just so admirable for someone in your position to choose that. And Thank I, you. Of course.
1: I have a question for you. Do you ever just sit back and, like, listen to Heart Attack, listen to Cool <laughs> for the Summer, listen to Neon Lights, listen to Confident? Listen to Dancing with the Devil, like oh. all your biggest hits. Like obviously, I know I'm forgetting 450 <laughs> of them right now. Thanks. But do you ever just like sit back and be like, "Holy, th- like that's me"? Oh, you're
0: so sweet. Do that? Do you ever do that? Do I, ever do that? Honestly, Come on, you I'm- have to? I honestly don't, but when I'm working on Okay, get an in album. your car, drive to my house okay. right now.
1: We're going to sit in my car. You're listen so to do every sweet. single one of your hits. And I'm gonna sit there <laughs> with you and be like, you you understand you're a legend, right? Thank
0: you. You're so sweet.
1: I like think we you, should just
0: go karaoke together. Let's go karaoke no, together. We'll make I it happen.
1: I cannot sing next to you, Demi. It will never happen. I will watch you. I will support you. I will snap in the background if you need me to. One thing I will never do is try to sing with you. My again, Kylie and I talk about you all the time.
0: Uh, oh but we sweet. were just
1: talking about like the most powerful singers of our generation. Cause we were like, there was like the Celine, Whitney, um uh, oh my God, uh, what's our what's our what's our other girl? That Christina, the, Mariah, Christina, all them, and we were like, "Who's like the younger of that?" And and we literally said, "It's Demi Lovato and Ariana Grande." Like oh, you too, thank you. And and Ari's voice is so good and so sweet, but your voice
0: has this like, <gasps> to we definitely just thank so you, cool, thanks, thank uh, you. and the song you did
1: together was just.
0: Thank you. We definitely so we definitely have different. Voices, but I love that we can like complement each other, it's which is really so cool. Cool. She has like that like sweet little yes. whistle. You have yes. like that like
1: <laughs> thing <laughs> that nobody else has. It's so cool. Thank you. Sorry, I'm getting a little too into it. Now. No, Thanks.
0: you're 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 so sweet. I just I love. I've had so much fun talking to you. Um, Thank you. Yeah do you do you consider yourself an icon of positivity because I definitely get that that sense after talking to you yeah definitely thank you um one thing about me is I'm really hard on myself Mm. like
1: stupid hard on myself and I never look at myself like oh I'm good or oh I'm cool or, oh, I'm an icon. and I would never
0: think that of myself. Well, honey, I do the same thing. That's why when you're mm-hmm. sitting there saying, do you ever listen to your songs back? The answer is no, because I, I've i made some some good songs, but I, too, am so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the downfall of being in the public eye is that we have to watch our flaws be pointed out by other people
1: yep, as exactly. well.
0: And yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah, it's it's a good thing.
1: I mean, like as hard as it is and as actually b- bad of a thing as it is, it's a good thing to be hard on yourself, just not too hard. But when yeah. you have that balance and obviously celebrate your wins, but there's a lot of times where I'm like it's just not good enough because I know that I can make it better and I feel like I can only imagine you in the studio recording a song 50th take <laughs> producers like we got it and you're like no we don't that's like, me no we don't we don't have it I know deep down I can do it better like I I saw this clip of you when you were you would have probably had been like 14 maybe and you were doing like you were reading a script for something and they were trying to tell you what it was and you're like just give me the script like I can read it I my memory and I can just look at it and i photographic. <laughs> and my mom actually showed me that and she's like that is you because I literally the day before said the same thing. I was doing these promos and somebody was like trying to get me to do it one way. And I was like, literally just let me see the script. I will look at it and I'll memorize it. And they were like, and then I saw that clip and I was like, whoa, it's like, I
0: get that. You also would be hard on yourself in that way. It makes sense. I think that we as artists have to remember that our perfectionism can be a blessing and a curse. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is up to us Absolutely. Which one it is. You know, for me, it can definitely push me to want to better my performances and rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Of course. Um, But when it starts to get in the way of my happiness –
1: that's, that's when, when I need. Hard.
0: Yes, and that's Absolutely. when I have to take a step back. And I you just have, want to have to have the balance. Yes. I want to let you know. I'm going to give you my information. I want you to be able to reach out to me, text, Thank call, you. whatever. I appreciate
1: it. I really If do. you
0: start to get too hard on yourself, because we all do. It all happens. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because up.
1: you just don't know – you don't know
0: what to do. And yeah. you don't know
1: how to navigate it, and things come – and there'll be times where I'm like, I just wish I could talk to somebody that's five years older than me that yeah. just has been through it.
0: And Well, girl, I'm 10 years older, but I'll do it.
1: <laughs> you look like you're two years older, which is oh, a thing. Oh, bless you. So, bless you. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's just no one. And like now, luckily, I've been able to have conversations with you, have conversations with Miley. Like, I've had Megan Trainer; She's one of my best friends. Like, I've been able to have people around me that are really nice and really helpful. And the amount that it just helps to have people that know and get it is unreal. So I do appreciate that. And I will take you up on that offer. But when I text you, <laughs> I'm like, Daddy, help! <laughs> I Can got you. I'm having a right
0: now. Help, help, help. I will help you. The last question that I always ask I wanted to have a podcast that elevates humanity into the next dimension by having conversations that are so important, like identity, sexuality, among many other things. What does living in the fourth dimension mean to you?
1: Oh, whoa,
0: that's a good
1: (laughs) question. Okay, living in the fourth dimension. I want to reference it back to the TV industry of breaking the fourth wall. I feel like everyone has a side of them that nobody sees. And I think living in four d is like you just show everyone everything. And I think that that's really cool.
0: Wow. I love that. And then of course, i I had to put I had to put a little JoJo Siwa spin on this question. Oh, okay. good. What, co- what colors are in the fourth dimension?
1: Okay. Now we're going rogue for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Envision all black. Everything is black. Mm-hmm. You know, like gaff tape, like like thin gaff tape. Okay, in neon colors. Wow. And yes. like everything is so perfectly like picked out with gaff tape, like every corner has like tape all over it, and like <laughs> the floor is like checkered board and it's like lines of neon gap tape. Wow. So it's black and neon. I don't know why. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. I really like that. First well, one was inspirational. Second one was fun. Yes,
0: definitely. We always got to have some fun. Of well, course. thank you for bringing so much fun to this podcast. I feel like you know, uh, it has just been such a delight getting to talk to you and get to know Thank you, you because um I really do feel like I've gotten to see a different side of what maybe the public sees just at face value absolutely. so it's really cool. And and I'm so happy for you that you're out and proud. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I'm absolutely. very careful about
1: who I show my different sides to and I think recently with the with the whole world I've been careful about picking and choosing what I do because I'm showing a different side of me every time but when I got the message about doing this with you I was like absolutely I want to because uh-huh. I feel like it's a great place and a great safe place to yeah. share another little piece of my life that'll be
0: celebrated and it's it's just it's cool thank you once again for literally anytime Thank you for oh, having me. Of you're
1: course. You're so sweet and so nice. And I love meeting people and they're better than what you expect them to be. And me you... too.
0: That's how I feel with you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank
1: yeah. you. Of no, course. I'm... This was probably one of the best conversations I've had in my life. So thank oh, you.
0: Oh, you're so sweet. Okay. We will stay in touch. I'll see you later, Jojo. Thank you. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you.